Hello and welcome back to Going Inward with Brandy Vesna. I'm so happy that you are here. Tanche. I'm in recovery mode right now. I've been on the mend since last Thursday night. I've been doing tons of reflecting, listening to amazing albums, crying, slowing down, and really just letting my body recover. So what has come to me in the last couple days is the importance of taking things inward. This podcast is called Going Inward. I have a program. My signature program is called Going Inward. I have a Going Inward community. I have a Going Inward mastermind. Going Inward is like the theme of the impact that I'm making in this world. So backstory being is this. I realized that the people I was giving my energy, my love, my attention. Now, for me, I was not healthy. If I were to go back and look at how I was looking for validation from people who were not who were not able to, you know, hold my emotional energy, um, I was definitely coming from a place of codependency. I was not healthy. So I have to take that responsibility. But I look back and I see, holy Hannah, I was giving my energy to certain people that I did when things really changed for me um, in 2018. I basically gave them the cutoff at that time. I started really focusing on learning about boundaries. I took time for myself. I went on the land. I didn't date for a year. I got real serious about music. I learned about the music industry. I reached out to a bomb-ass producer who was amazing And I got really serious about what I wanted. I also took time off work at this time. I got into some very, very, like I said, serious therapy for PTSD. And I volunteered a lot at an animal rescue and that helped heal my spirit. And I met my girls in 2019, Rose and Sally, my horses. So my priorities changed. I stopped giving my energy to people who are unable to reciprocate it. Now remember, a big part of going inward in 2022 is all about reciprocal energy. What does that mean? People who are able to love you back the way that you love them, who are able to, you know, care because they're not so, um, you know, disillusioned and also involved in their own troubles. They're working on themselves. So the women that I have in my life are women from all the way from the States in Arizona, um, here in Manitoba. I have friends who are from the Toronto, greater Toronto area. Like I have friends from all over North America, Illinois, who we are in a mastermind together where we're able, Nashville, Tennessee, Louisiana. We're able to communicate and support one another and say things and get it off our chest. That's hard. Also, I have a very beautiful, amazing sponsor who I love. I wouldn't be where I am without her. And I recognize I had to take things inward because by looking for external validation, that comes from emotional instability in my childhood. That comes from having parents who were not able to emotionally hold and validate and be able to, you know, see me and give me what I needed as a child. So very soon as a child, I learned that I didn't get that from 
my parents, so I didn't trust other people naturally, and then things got really muddled and mixed up in terms of my worth. Putting my worth outside of myself and needing other people's validation by pushing myself to the limit. Like, I mean, in high school, I played all sports. I played the highest caliber softball you could play. I was the president of my high school. I was valedictorian of my junior high grad. I had all of these accolades. I went straight to university. I got all sorts of scholarships. Like, I pushed myself so hard to prove my worth that... You know, it came crashing down in the form of addiction. I, you know, again, did not have a connection to my own intuition. I did not have a connection to my to a higher power. All of these things worked together. There was so much intergenerational trauma that it had to go somewhere. It compounded in me. And unfortunately, I lived some really hard years of my life. But things really started to take a turn in 2018 when I was reading, I was learning, and I was doing all sorts of things to connect to myself. If you are a child who was born in an emotionally unstable environment, there was physical abuse, there was divorce, there was on-again, off-again relationships, there was a lot of trauma in your childhood, you did not learn to trust your own intuition, you disconnected from yourself, and that's where a lot of, you know, when we're triggered, do we learn to self-soothe? When we're upset, do we learn to cultivate a support system of people who are able to love and support and be kind to us? Well, most of us, no. But these are terms we're learning, and this is the blessing of the work that I've done on myself. I can teach what I've learned. So in recovery, I recovered, like, I'll be 10 years sober this year, but, like, year two, I was not healthy. Year four, I was not very healthy. Year six, I would only say right now in year 10, I'll be 10 years sober in November. Does life make a heck of a lot more sense? Do I feel comfortable in my own skin? 10 freaking years in. That's crazy! But that's what it is, okay? So just know that Wherever you are starting, give yourself so much credit. <laughs> every little piece and part, every workshop, every book, every lecture, every YouTube video that you watch that you get to know yourself, you go inward, you quit putting the emphasis on other people to see you in the light that you gotta learn to see yourself. When you do that, every piece and part of your world changes. So my story is, went on the land, didn't date, connected to myself, got to know what was important to me, what I wanted, what was what was the impact I wanted to continue to have in this world because I was having a lot of impact in terms of my blog, in terms of my column, but I wanted to do more than just that. I got very serious about learning how to launch a YouTube channel. In 2019, I launched a YouTube channel. I also really learned how to build my brand. I got very clear on my vision. If you notice, my my brand is not over-sexualized. It's sexy, but it's not over-sexualized because I will always be a school teacher and forever. I will always have students that I have taught, and I don't want them to see an image of me that I would not want to portray. So um, I've really kept my brand super classy. It's very country glam. It's sexy, 
but it's not overly sexual, which is important to me. That's who I am as a person. So I focused on my brand. I worked very, very much, very closely with Taryn Anderson. We created some real serious kick buns, YouTube videos, and I released my first single, Walk Away, which was like an anthem to what I had to do in order to break away from these relationships that were killing my spirit, that were not healthy, and they were rooted in codependency, and that had everything to do with my self-worth. Okay. So then I kept on. It wasn't just, okay, this is enough. No, no, no. Then I had to get into therapy. I started working with a psychiatrist. I started working with two psychologists, actually. And I took time off work. And then I kept putting out music. I kept writing. I really learned about the music industry unbelievably. Like I've shared with you before, I made my first $100,000 last year by royalties, by a variety of different royalties, learning where those royalties come from because it's a... It's a really hard to figure out, convoluted industry, but as you keep learning, the more information you gather, the better off you are, just like inner work. All right, so then, um, you know, here I am today, but it wasn't just like, you know, it took four years to get here by connecting to myself, by learning what was important to me for going for what I wanted, taking messy action, even though it wasn't perfect, it wasn't always pretty. I didn't do it perfect. I learned how to market myself on the internet. I spent a lot of money. Um, however, my brand is really like high vibe. It's country glamour. You know, it's me when I'm putting things out by the way I write, you know, when I'm posting, you see me on a whole bunch of different social media. It's my brand and it represents who I am, my art form, my language, my impact, but you know who it is. So yeah, I got very clear on what I wanted, and I've heard some no's, I've experienced some failure, we all do, but I haven't stopped. The key is I have not stopped. I worked with some amazing coaches, I'm still working with my trainer. Um, You know, I did gain, I lost 20 some odd pounds in 2020, I gained them back. I lost my best friends in this world, my best friend Kelsey and my Uncle Norman, like I've been through a lot. But I can say this break of having, you know, being sick has given me the time to grieve because I know myself and I can still be that workaholic who avoids some emotion, who avoids some feelings and pushes myself to the brink that I, my body eventually says no, it breaks down, but then I have to sit with myself and feel what I need to feel. And I've cried a lot of tears and I've thought lots about Kels. I think I did not necessarily grieve her the loss of losing my best friend of my entire life um, because the pain of my Uncle Norm, it was just so much, the both of them within two weeks of each other. And I've had to sit with that and feel and just cry it out and talk to them and just recognize that the work that I'm doing is to help people suffer less. If we are unwilling to do our intergenerational work, it compounds and the next generation experiences that much more heavily. I had a chat with one of my exes in the last few days and I said, listen, more than you and your your ex, there are little girls that are involved and they are watching everything. And if somebody doesn't take the responsibility to do something different, 
those children are going to suffer and you will watch them suffer because of the work you are unwilling to do. So that's what I'm doing. I've changed my prices on my programs. I've made them more affordable because I want to create more impact for people. If young mothers who, you know, are rooted in a lot of shame and there's like self-esteem issues and they're in the wrong relationships with people who are unable to reciprocate what it is that they want and they're not healthily communicating and their children are watching that, those are the types of women, people that I want to work with like most intimately because that will help generations of people have a better life. To build the self-worth and self-esteem of other people, what I've learned to do for myself. Now, you know, sometimes people might think like I talk a lot about my past, but it's my story. It's what I know. It's what I've been through, but I'm on the other side of that. And I'm telling you for the first time in my life, I'm the happiest I've ever been. And it's not all about relationships. That's why my new single that's coming out, Do It Right. I said, girls, when I wrote with Liz and Sarah, I was like, girls, I don't want to write anything about relationships. I just want to write about having a good time. Now, believe me, 10 years ago, I wasn't necessarily having a good time because I was like dying on the inside from my addiction, but I was a party animal and I was darn good at it. I'll tell you that much. Um, so do it right is like a big energy of fun and badass. And it's just like, it's a good one. I'm so excited. But then I have new music that I've been writing with people from all over the world. That's more of my story. There's, it's how, one of my favorite songs that's coming. It's very much about how I took the love I was giving and I turned it inward and I learned what I needed. I can't wait to sing it for you. It's so good. But yeah, so those of you out there that are in a relationship that is stealing all your energy, it is stressing you out, it's aging you. It's ruining your skin. Drink some water. Get a good morning routine. Get a morning and evening routine for your skincare. Okay? Do that. If you're stressed out all day long in a bad relationship, get yourself a really good lotion and drink a lot of water. Um, because you're gonna need it. But definitely, instead of putting your worth outside of you, going for relationships that are bound to fail, they're destroying your peace of mind. Turn that love inward. Connect to yourself. Do what you need to do. The four things that have helped me the most. Number one, recovery. Therapy. Inner work. Ceremony. All of it. In no order in particular. All of it the same. Those things have helped me the most. And I, I swear, I promise, the more you get to know yourself, your family history, you look at the traumas, you look at the shame, you look at the toxic shame, you look at all that stuff... And you recognize it stops with me. It stops with me. And you get your buns to work, things will change. Okay, ladies, those of you interested, going inward, I haven't brought it back in such a long time, and I love it. I've shortened it. It's a week long. It's 75 bucks. You want to really walk away with a morning routine, and you want to walk away with a gratitude practice, come on in. I got you. Um, I have programs. I have master classes coming. When you're ready, I'm here. I'm doing my good work. If you're listening to this podcast, you're already getting a lot. You do you. When you want to work with me, I'm here. I got you, boo. Okay, thanks for listening, guys. I love you. Turn it inward. Bye.